Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's edition is presented by TD Ameritrade. When it comes to investing education, one size doesn't fit all. TD Ameritrade helps you learn whether you're just starting out or an elite trader. Choose from articles, videos, webcasts, and more. Visit tdameritrade.com education. How a Teenager's Code Spawned a $432,500 Piece of Art by Tom Simonite One Thursday last month, 19-year-old Robbie Barrett woke to a fusillade of messages on his phone. I was half asleep but saw they all contained the same number, he says. Then I fell back asleep for a few hours. I didn't really want to believe. The number in those messages was $432,500, the winning bid at Christie's New York on a ghostly portrait created using artificial intelligence. Following a recipe, Barrett posted online not long after graduating high school. Barrett was shocked because Christie's had previously estimated the portrait would sell for $7,000 to $10,000. He already felt ripped off by the sale because he wasn't credited. He probably won't receive a cent. Edmond de Bellamy, from La Famille de Bellamy, as the portrait is called, was created by a Parisian art collective that goes by the name Obvious. It appears to have made only minor tweaks to Barrett's methodology to produce the portrait. The incident has triggered a debate over authorship and ethics in the nascent field of AI art. Obvious and Christie's did not respond to requests for comment. Barrett says he posted his code to help and inspire others, but that Obvious went too far by profiting from recreating his work. It's a very awful situation, he says. Barat and some sympathizers in the small world of AI art are also disappointed that their rapidly evolving movements, first big flash of public attention, revolved around what they considered a derivative work, far from the field's cutting edge. People have been doing nearly identical stuff since 2016, Barat says. Adds Marion Mazzoni, an art historian who studies AI art at College of Charleston, 
it doesn't look like they did anything very new or interesting with what they took. People have made art with computers for more than 50 years. Barad and Obvious are part of a recent movement of creative coding piggybacking on the hottest technology in Silicon Valley. Google, Facebook, and other tech companies have turned an area of AI research known as machine learning into an intensely competitive arena. The technology lets computers figure out tasks like recognizing objects and images for themselves by digesting example data. A rejuvenated technique called neural networks has given the approach impressive new power. While corporate labs direct that power to uses such as helping autonomous cars navigate traffic, some artists direct it to generate images. Barad got into that world via an unconventional route. He's part of a blooming scene of self-taught AI experts, enabled by open-source tools from corporate AI labs. Barat taught himself to code and work with neural networks in his bedroom in rural West Virginia, where his first machine learning project involved training software to generate rap lyrics in the style of Kanye West. Barat's adventures in visual AI art are built on a technique known as generative adversarial networks, invented by Ian Goodfellow, a researcher now at Google. It involves setting up a duel between two neural networks, looking at the same collection of images. One network tries to generate fake images that could blend in with the originals. The other tries to spot any fakes. Over many rounds of competing, the fake-generating network can get good enough to make fakes that can fool a human. The network that created Edmond de Bellamy originated in a 2016 research paper from researchers at Facebook and Boston startup Indico. They described a new implementation of the technique called DCGAN and showed that after processing millions of photos, it could generate imperfect but recognizable images of bedrooms and faces that never existed. Barad adapted DCGAN to artistic ends, ultimately enabling Obvious's big win by training it on centuries of art history. He wrote a script to scrape images of different styles or genres of art from WikiArt, an online encyclopedia with more than 250,000 images. Using those images, he then trained networks to generate landscapes, portraits, and surreal nudes. He posted a GitHub project that provides everything you need to replicate his workflow and even included some of the networks he'd trained. The three members of Obvious dove in. LinkedIn profiles indicate that only one has formal training in machine learning. In a message thread on GitHub last year, that member, Hugo Casile Dupree, repeatedly prodded Bart to update his code and upload new pre-trained networks. On the day of the auction, Obvious tweeted that it didn't use one of those pre-trained networks to create the work that sold at Christie's. Instead, the members claim Edmond de Bellamy was made by a version of DCGAN they trained themselves, using data gathered with Barat's WikiArt scraper. However they did it, their portraits are strikingly similar to those generated by Barat. The controversy over the obvious sale prompted New Zealand artist and academic Tom White to try the teenager's pre-trained networks for himself. The images he produced wouldn't have looked out of place next to Edmond de Bellamy on the wall of Christie's viewing room in New York. Something Obvious didn't do was talk about where it got the recipe and some of the code that produced its artwork. A blog post from the collective in February on its project didn't mention Barat at all, according to a version saved by the Internet Archive in April. By September, Barat had been added. Mazzoni at College of Charleston said borrowing ideas and images in art is no problem. Think of Warhol's soup cans, as long as you don't try to hide it. They could have solved this problem very easily by saying, here's what we started with, she says, in a tweet posted the day before the auction last month. 
Avius apologized and told Barat, You deserve a lot of credit, it's true. We cannot control how big it has become. Barat continues to work on AI art around his day job applying machine learning to biological sciences in a Stanford research lab. He's currently experimenting with using images from fashion shows to generate glitchy new garments. And he's working with a clothes designer to get the weird creations made for real. He says he expects to keep publishing code and ideas openly, but more cautiously. Open source is important to me, because this is how I learned to do this stuff growing up in the middle of nowhere in West Virginia, Barat says. I'm going to keep going open source, but be more careful about it. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.